not sure what happened to my mic there. But we'll go with this one. That's really uh, kind of bizarre. Just lost my mic all of a sudden. Isn't that weird? You know what? You know what I fear sometimes is uh, I fear that I'll jump on here and just completely lose it. Today, I, uh, I actually have a blood sugar of 69. 69. If you're diabetic or you know anybody who is, you probably have an idea what that means. It means that I could be completely incoherent by the time this is over, and, and sometimes that's a fear. But you know what I actually am genuinely afraid of? Spiders. I mean, not like, not like I would run across the house from them. I, I, I deal with spiders in a very particular way. I squish them. I don't ask them what kind they are. I mean, sometimes the daddy long legs, I'll, you know, throw them outside or something. But generally, I don't stop to ask, is that a brown recluse or a black widow? I don't take any chances. I just squish them. But there are other things that, well, they scare me, but I wouldn't call it a phobia. Because a phobia generally means an irrational fear of, I mean, if I was afraid of, say, orange hats, I might run from this hat, because this hat, this is orange, and if I were afraid, if I had a phobia of orange hats, then that would be an irrational fear of something, by definition, and, and therefore I would run from this hat. I don't have a phobia of orange hats, so don't run from orange hats, illogically. I don't. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and <clears throat> I also don't have a phobia of um, people who love people of the same sex. I'm not afraid of them. I'm not scared of them at all. I don't have an irrational fear that they will shave my head or tattoo my face or I, I don't have any irrational fear of people who love people of the same sex. I don't. I don't have a fear of people who have a different religion than me, um, Muslim or Jew or Catholic, I'm atheist. I'm not afraid of them. I, I don't run around in my life with an illogical fear that something is going to go wrong because I know someone like that or live near someone like that. I, I, don't, have, I don't have that fear. I do, however, know for a fact what a woman is. I know that I am here because of a woman. Yep, I am. I, I was standing in line the other day at the, at the convenience store. I, there's a little all-sup down the road from me, and they give free drinks to veterans. So on the days that I have my veterans hat on, I will often stop in there and Grab a free drink, not a bottle drink, it's just a fountain drink, but hey, it's a 32 ounce free diet, whatever I'm in the mood for that day, and they always like to let me have it for free. Well, just a couple of days ago, I went in there and the young man behind the counter looked at me and I had purchased that and a couple of other small items, and of course I didn't purchase my free drink because that would be silly, but I did purchase the other items. I think it was a moon pie and some cough drops. And he gave me the total, and then he says, will that be all for you? And I said, that will be it. He said, are you 100% sure? And I looked at him for a second, and I said, well, you know, maybe. Maybe I shouldn't have that moon pie, and so uh, maybe I should reconsider the moon. So maybe I'm 92.8% sure. Is, is that good enough? He said, nope. 
you got to be 100% sure. So I said to him, what are you 100% sure of? And he looked at me for a second and he said, I don't know that I've ever been asked that question. What am I 100% sure of? I said, well, you seem pretty fair to offer it to me. He said, well, what, what might I be 100% sure of? I said, well, here's a, a question that society seems to have a hard time with. What is a woman? And I could see by the sheepish grin on his face that he felt like he might know the answer, but was genuinely terrified to voice his answer. So he didn't. And I looked at him again and I said, you know, I believe there is an answer to that question. He said, okay, okay. As if he didn't want me to give the answer to the question. And I said, uh, yo mama. And he kind of looked at me with a puzzled look for a minute. And then everybody in line behind me started laughing. And one of the guys said, true that. And the kid behind the register kind of had to concede that there's a really high probability somewhere close to the 100% that the person who brought him into this world, your mama, is a woman. Pretty good odds. I'm, I'm about the same level of certainty that the woman who brought me into this world, also a woman. And the one that I married who gave birth to all of my children, pretty certain that's a woman. Not a whole lot of doubt in my mind. Now that doesn't make me phobic of people who prefer to have sexual engagement with someone of the same sex or of a sexual nature that maybe is a little less than traditional, a little less describable. I don't have a phobia that someone who one time confessed to be a man now confesses to be other. I'm not afraid of them. I don't run and hide in the corner from them any more than I have a fear or phobia of orange hats. I also don't treat them like I would treat a spider, a spider, a rathicus, deathicus. No, I, I don't treat people who have a different sexual proclivity or religious orientation or indoctrination than I have. I, I'm not afraid of them and I don't smush them and I don't throw them outside in the grass like a daddy long legs. No, I, I don't fear them in that way. I sometimes am confused because I'm not sure how to properly address or treat them according to what they choose for the day. I also understand that sometimes that feeling is an emotional based feeling and it's ambiguous and it might be different today than it was last week or five years ago or heaven knows five years from now. And I'm okay with that. But see, as a leader, we've got to be willing to say, hey, I know the ground that I stand on and it may or may not be the same ground that you stand on, but I'm I'm pretty firm on the ground that I stand on. I'm, I'm, I'm about 100%, maybe 101% sure that my wife is a woman. By every biological expectation, every emotional expectation, trust me, there are days that the differences between us are so drastically obvious that we are of different genders, sexual orientations, and biological makeup, without a doubt. I'm really, I'm truly honestly glad that I chose somebody with a different temperament and a different way of looking at the world and a different set of ideas. Oh, we share same core values, but we have completely different ways of looking at the world. And, and I'm glad that we do. It doesn't make me phobic to not 
perceive her as something other than a woman. As leaders, we've got to be willing to stand our ground and say, these are my values, this is what I believe. For me to disagree with you does not mean that I hate you. For me to disagree with you does not mean that I'm afraid of you or that I have an irrational fear of what you believe, because I don't. I'm not Islamophobic, I'm not Baptophobic, I'm not Catholicphobic, I'm not transphobic, I'm not homophobic. I'm not irrationally afraid of any of those things. And as a leader, I'm willing to stand my ground and say, this is who I am, this is what I believe, and I love everybody equally. I don't understand everybody equally. My mother has the results of a stroke, which are similar to Alzheimer's, and for a very, very intelligent woman, the majority of her life right now, she has facial expressions that don't coincide with the events that are going on around us. She have a conversation with people that nobody else can see. She'll look you straight in the eye and say five or six sentences, and although they are complete sentences, they make no sense. I'm not afraid of that either. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But I still love, and I still have compassion. And I think our society today has lost the leadership principle of stand your ground, own your core values, own your decisions, take responsibility for those decisions and whatever consequences those decisions might make. And because we've lost that ability to lead that way, we find a lot of people living a life of utter confusion. Some who are still deciding where they fall on certain issues, that's fine. Some who have decided where they fall on those issues and while they are not necessarily the same agreement that the rest of society holds or that culture holds, that's where they've fallen. That, that's their decision. That's fine. But compassion would allow us to say, I, I allow you to believe what you want to believe. Just understand that every belief leads to a behavior and every behavior leads to consequences and the things that you act upon will often act back upon you. If you're okay with that, if you're okay with the circumstances and the consequences, then carry on. If you're curious what those consequences might be, then perhaps you should, as I've said of mentors many times before, if you don't know where you're going, ask somebody who's been there. If you're curious how these cultural changes are gonna impact us, maybe, I don't know, look back at the last Marxist revolution, the last socialism revolution or communism revolution, and ask yourself if these ideologies are new. If ever in the history of humanity have these ideas been promoted before? And if so, what were the consequences? Were they good or bad? And before we label it as phobic or a different kind of love, then perhaps we should understand where it comes from and where it's gonna lead us, because that's what leaders do. I'm not afraid of things I don't understand, but I am cautious. I don't kill every spider I see, but a large portion of them. And when you think of the damage that a black widow or a brown recluse can do, I don't have time to have that discussion. If that little sucker's gonna jump off the roof onto my face, he's gonna die. Hopefully, before he can bite me. But I don't have an irrational fear of spiders. I don't run and climb up trees to get away from them. I just smush them. I hope you'll take some time today with all of the declarations of phobias and the accusations and the pointing of fingers and 
ask yourself, am I really phobic or am I simply cautious? And then as a leader, deal with that answer appropriately. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell All Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.